Love Talk Radio. From the Cyber Station USA studios, it's Music Friday, the end of the week program where you choose the bands we interview and we put them on the air. I'm your host, Patrick O'Heffernan. I'm here in Los Angeles broadcasting every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern on the Cyber Station USA network, the Blog Talk Radio Network, and our radio affiliates. It's the day after Halloween. And we, of course, are full of candy and a bit sleepy from last night's trick-or-treaters. Um, over a hundred of them came by the studio, and we were here until late partying with a few friends. But we're back. We're ready to go, and we are about to welcome a surprise guest. So stay right with us. Don't go away. Cameo Entertainment Group and CyberStation USA are now part of Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. With Stitcher, you can listen to live programming as well as archive radio programming right on your phone. To obtain Stitcher, just go to the App Store for your particular phone. Go to search, then type in Stitcher. That's Stitcher. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. Then download. It's that simple. Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. Convenient access to live and archive CyberStation USA programming on your mobile phone. That's Stitcher. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. CyberStation USA. Always on the go. And we're back. We're back. And you know what? I think there's a surprise guest on the line. Yes, yes, there is. Hi there. Who's this? Hey, how's, how's it going? This is Salvador Santana. How you doing? Salvador Santana. Great. I'm doing well, and I love to hear your voice. You're going to be in town this week, uh, aren't you? Yes, I am. I'm going to be uh, performing at the Hotel Cafe uh, uh, this uh, coming Thursday on the 7th of November. I can't believe we're already here. And... Uh, it's going to be awesome. It'll be our third time performing there um, this year. 9 p.m. on Thursday, this coming Thursday evening on November 7th, uh, myself and my band. And it's going to be great. I hope everyone can come out and enjoy the show with us. Well, for all of our Southern California listeners, for all of our Southern California listeners, and actually if you anybody in the state, this is worth coming down to, um, this is a show not to miss. Now, you heard Salvador's breakout song, Rise Up, here last, uh, last week, and you can watch the video, which I think is Grammy material, on our website, uh, musicfriday.nationbuilder.com, and now you can see the man himself in person at one of L.A.'s great listening rooms. Well, well, Salvador, are you going to be bringing the whole band with you, including the magnificent Alex Nestor? <laughs> yes, yes, I will. Uh, my entire band, including her, uh, as you mentioned, Alex Nestor, will be performing uh, next Thursday. It's going to be really cool. There will be some other bands before us. Um, you know, it's going to be a showcase, as most uh, uh, venues like to do in Hollywood. But uh, we will hit uh, at 9 o'clock sharp and um, give a good, uh, solid run of music for everyone that uh, wants to come out and check it out. And, you know, it, it's always encouraged to, uh, for people to come out and support um, live music and real live musicians, you know, because that's what we do, you know, and uh, it's just a, it's just an honor and a pleasure to be in that position to, uh, you know, uh, distract people in a positive way, and what better way to do that than through music. <laughs> and especially your music, which is really, really positive. Now, I want to remind everybody, buy your tickets online in advance. Uh, go to hotelcafe.com. If you wait to buy your tickets at the door, you know, you may be out of luck, because this will probably be a sold-out show. And also... <laughs> You can't use credit cards at the door, so you, so you have to pay cash. So uh, buy your tickets online. And for people who haven't been to the Hotel Cafe before, the address is listed on North Coenga. It's between Hollywood and Sunset. But the entrance is actually in a little alley behind yep. the building. So you have to walk past the building, make a little right turn down the driveway, and then a little right turn, and you'll see the entrance there. I know a lot of people just walk past the building and say, where is it? And, well, it's, you know, it's kind of like a little speakeasy. It's a secret place, and now you know about it. It's in Hollywood, okay? Yeah, um, it's, it's kind of funny. I actually missed the exit, too, and I was the, I'm supposed to be performing there. I, the first time I came there, I was like, where is it? You know, I, can't, I couldn't find it, and <laughs> it took me a second, too. But, uh, yeah, it is definitely okay. hidden. But uh, it's well worth it to come and see uh, a performance out there. Um, it it really is. 
Okay, we, we got to go, but thanks for dropping in, Salvador. I'm going to be there. I'm going to try and bring all of my friends uh, with me, and it's going to be a great concert. Got to oh, go. It's going to be awesome. Absolutely, we'll see you. yeah. We'll see you again next Thursday, November 7th, at the Hotel Cafe. That's on North Coinga Boulevard between Hollywood and Sunset Boulevards. Go to the entrance in the alley uh, behind, behind the building and get your tickets in advance at www.hotelcafe.com or you might not uh, get in. And, and again, thanks for dropping by. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to have one of the really, really fun uh, duos, bands, groups. We'll see what, what they call themselves when we come back. Palter Ego. Our troops aren't the only ones fighting right now. Thousands of military families are in crisis. They're fighting financial battles, how to pay the bills, even how to keep their homes and feed their children. You can help by supporting Operation Homefront, a national nonprofit that provides emergency assistance for military families and for wounded warriors when they come home. To learn more about how you can help, go to OperationHomefront.net. Cameo Entertainment Group and CyberStation USA are now part of Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. With Stitcher, you can listen to live programming as well as archive radio programming right on your phone. To obtain Stitcher, just go to the App Store for your particular phone. Go to search, then type in Stitcher. That's Stitcher, S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. Then download. It's that simple. Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. Convenient access to live and archived CyberStation USA programming on your mobile phone. That's Stitcher, S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. CyberStation USA, always on the go. And we're back. I'm Patrick O'Heffernan. I'm host of Music Friday. I want to welcome our radio listeners around the country, and especially our listeners on 1490 WWPR in Tampa Bay, Florida, and KSKQ-FM in Ashland, Oregon. I want to welcome everybody and invite them to join us. You can join us by email at musicfridaylive at gmail.com. That's musicfridaylive at gmail.com. And you can use that at, you know, if you're sitting at work and you've got your earphones on and you're listening to us instead of that PowerPoint that you've got on the, uh, the screen in front of you, you can email us. Otherwise, you can call us, 424-675-6806. That's 424-675-6806. And if you want to recommend a band to be on the show, We've got a way for you to do that. After the show, not right now, but after the show, check out our website. Our website is musicfriday.nationbuilder.com, musicfriday.nationbuilder.com. And also, you know, if you sign up in our uh, Twitter feed or you like us on Facebook, you'll find out who the guests are. We get special little notices that go out there. So check that out. Well, when I first saw Palter Ego on stage at a club here in Los Angeles, I could not get enough of them. Jesse Palter and Sam Barsh have created not just a new musical group, but in kind of some ways a new musical form. They're, they, they're categorized as jazz-infused pop, and that works, but there's so much more. At first listen, their music is expertly polished and superbly listenable. Their music can range from the bitter Somebody That I Used to Know to the playful Beatles cover, Come Together, on second listen, however, and you, there must be a second listen, you can't play them just once, you sense how exquisitely crafted their music is and how close to perfect as two people singing and playing music can be. And then on the third listen, and there'll be a third listen, the brilliance of the interplay between Jesse's euphonious crystalline voice and Sam's subtly intense and bullseye precision emerges, and you realize your ears are in the presence of genius. Jesse and Sam, welcome to Music Friday. Hello. Hello. Pleasure to be here. <laughs> and there you are harmonizing on the phone. That's great. Always. <laughs> you know, it, it's hard to know where to start with your music. I, I, I want to give our, our listeners um, a, a little taste of it uh, because there are so many flavors, and they're all great flavors. So uh, um, I think I'm going to start uh, playing... No, this one is I Brag About You. Great.
That song is so much fun, and it really keeps you moving. That's a song I could sort of listen to all day long. Um, wow. My first question, <laughs> well, it's, you know, like Henry Kissinger used to say, it has the added advantage of being true. Um, my, <laughs> first, my first question is, who's the whistling? Who does the whistling? That's me. No kidding. I, wow. it, yeah, ahead. I had to get my whistling chops together before we recorded that stuff. <laughs> is there a special preparation you go through to whistle? No, I think I just, uh, over a period of time, I just practiced and got better at it. I've been doing it for many years now. Um, I worked with a gentleman who always would whistle, and he was a great piano player. And I think I just kind of started around that time, and you know, I, I, I worked it out. Wow, that that is such a, a great song and a great talent. I wish I had it. So who wrote the song? Both Sam and I wrote it together, and that's do what we do with all of our material. We're, we're, I think you had asked before what we consider ourselves, and we are the co-leaders of a band, I think is the accurate way to say it. When we perform live, we perform with other musicians, but we write and produce all the music ourselves. Okay, I, I've only seen you, the two of you together, and I'm looking forward to, to, to a, uh, an opportunity at some point to see the, the, the whole band live. Um, when you do a song like that, does does the tempo, the the tune come first, or does the idea come first, or the words come first, or does it matter? It doesn't really matter. It kind of just depends on what idea is there. Like occasionally we've been together and totally written something from scratch, and then it, you kind of don't really know which comes first, like the music and the words and the melody are coming at the same time, but often one of us will have like a nugget of an idea and then bring it to the table and then like we'll flush it out together. Um, so it really depends, but if there's a potent seedling of a song, we uh, nurture it and grow it into something cool. But we definitely uh, abandon seedlings too that don't have the potential of the better songs that we make. Well, here's one that I think has, it, it is actually one of the better songs you make. So let's let listen to a little bit of this. It's uh, something totally different, actually. More jazzy, more more energy at the, the, the drum that that really kind of creates a scaffold for your voice there and for your uh, uh, piano. And I want to r remind everybody that that's from your album Id Ego, Id Ego. So uh, maybe you, how how do people get your albums now? You can find us on iTunes, and, and the record actually is is a play off of Freud's Id Ego, Super Ego. Um, so we call it Id Ego, Palter Ego. It, I, I love it. I love it. So everything is on everything is on iTunes, and of course they can they can go to your website too. And that's, yes, exactly. You want to tell people what your website is? PaulTerego.com. Nice and simple. But nice and simple. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you two are such a unique co uh, combination, but you grew up in different cities in the Midwest. Now, how did you find each other and understand that, that there's a connection between uh, your different talents? Well, we found each other. We were both very um, involved in the jazz scene. Um, and a mutual friend of ours, actually at the time I didn't really know him, but we met at a jam session, and he was about to be moving away from outside of the States, and he was looking for new people for Jesse to collaborate with. So he said, oh, you might like this guy. And um, 
so she contacted me and we decided to meet next time she's visiting New York because I'm from Chicago, but I lived in New York from the time I was 18 until a couple years ago. And Jesse was living in Michigan at the time. So we linked up in New York. She used to come there a lot to play and it was a good, we hit it off from the first, uh, the first note. We played a couple jazz songs and then I turned it over to Jesse and I was like, why don't we write some pop music? And, uh, we didn't start a band right away, but we started a um, writing collaboration and really close friendship right away. And, and I well, have to interject for a second because I, I think he just said, you, uh, the friend that introduced us, that you might like this guy. What he actually said is this is the funkiest white boy you'll ever meet. So I was really excited to connect with him, and it was a pretty accurate statement. I knew right off the bat that he was somebody that I wanted to collaborate with. <laughs> well, you you certainly have, but um, uh, I know that you guys have uh, both done independent work, and I think Jesse, at one point you had a quartet that played 200 gigs a year in Detroit, and uh, and Sam has ha, has put out uh, other albums. Uh, in fact, one that really intrigued me, Sam, was your album Wax, and I don't have any cuts from it, but I was able to listen to a few songs and uh, like the rap song Killing Me Inside, which is pretty powerful stuff. Is Palter Ego's music easier for the two of you to craft together than it was when you were working individually? Um, I would say it's not necessarily easier. It goes, it moves uh, smoothly because we both really share a common vision um, with each other. But at, in another way, we care so much, and since we do the production ourselves, sometimes it takes longer to finish because we really try to make the track sound as close to perfect as we can. Um, but it's always a labor of love. In terms of that Wax, actually that's a, a hip-hop artist whose name is Wax. And mm. um, the track is called Killing Me Softly off of his Eviction Notice album. And Jesse actually um, helped write that song, even though she didn't end up singing on it. But we all came up with that together um, at my house. So that's another example of like our collaborative strengths, you know, working in context other than just our band. Well, it, it certainly works well. Um, now, why Southern California? Uh, SoCal would seem to be the opposite of the scene, not to mention the weather, of Chicago and Detroit and New York. Well, that's certainly a plus. Basically, <laughs> when I was living in Chicago and Sam was in New York, we decided we wanted to, to pick a common place where we could go out there and really hustle our project together. And in May of 2010, we decided on Los Angeles, being that it's kind of the epicenter of the recording scene. There's a really great art, artist community out here. Um, and we wanted something different. So we came out here. We rented a space together, um, totally brother-sister vibe, you know, just spent our days working, doing meetings. And the feedback was so positive that we really decided we kind of had to to uh, take the initiative and, and make a permanent move out here. So I came out here first. I came out here that September, and then it took Sam up until June to kind of tie up loose ends in New York. He was busy on the road, busy, you know, finishing up some projects that he was doing there. And so it's been, I guess, a little over two years that we've been out here on the scene and really making moves. So we're, we're so happy to be here. We love it. Have you taken up surfing yet? Um, I personally haven't, so I'm totally open to it. I've taken up a lot of Los Angeles activities. I'm an avid hiker. I go to the beach as much as I can. I walk my dog every day, so it's great. <laughs> okay, well, just since this is my hometown, I have to um, uh, uh, endorse that. Uh, we're talking with uh, Jesse Palter and Sam Barsh. Of the, they're the founders of Palter Ego, and we love to have you be part of the conversation. In fact, a couple of you are, have emailed in already, but just in case you need to know, uh, you can email us at musicfridaylive at gmail.com. That's musicfridaylive at gmail.com. Or you can call us 347-215-7511. And Manny in Boston wants to know, how has L.A. changed your music? Um, I would say L.A. itself, um, Jesse and I both agree, is really a hotbed of creative talent across the spectrum now throughout you know, most genres of music, especially the type of music we do, which mixes jazz, R&B, 
pop, electronic uh, sounds and, and such, and also like being hip-hop fans. There's so much of that here that um, L.A. itself as a city, what people think of, lay back, surfing, sun or whatever, this ain't the Beach Boys L.A. This is an L.A. that has serious artistic depth. So I think immersing ourselves in that, Jesse and I both have, both, uh, you know, from colleagues that we work with and just seeing music and just kind of being around um, stuff that's happening, it's really influenced our music, I would say, in just an inspiring to do better way in being around people that are producing amazing stuff and wanting the quality to be better um, about kind of getting new influences from all the music we have to learn because both of us are working musicians and we do other people's music as well as ours. So I think all of that um, is influences us um, both kind of directly from being in LA itself and just from kind of participating in the music scene at large. And I would say that the the level of creative talent is comparable to that of New York, but the overall vibe is a bit laid more uh, laid back. And after spending a good amount of time in New York, um, Sam, having lived there, I think we, we wanted to produce a high quality, uh, you know, result, but with a, a, a more relaxed approach. So, it's a good place for us. And actually, we're getting in the studio today to record vocals for a song called Typical Day, which has a verse that describes the day in the life of Paul Drigo in New York and the day of the life of Paul Drigo in Los Angeles. So. Ooh, I'm looking forward to that. I, I had one musician come on and who's done both cities who, who said that um, any day of the year he would rather be singing for uh, dollar bills on the Santa Monica Mall than in the New York subways. That was how he put it. Um, <laughs> right now, you, you mentioned that uh, you do other people's songs, and of course, you've you've just released an album of covers called "Above the Covers," and uh, we're going to play a song from that in a little while. But uh, I really have to congratulate you on that. I know a lot of people sort of shy away from from doing that. Um, well, thank you speaking so speaking of playing in LA, you've got a live show uh, coming up now. Um, a whole month of live shows at the Intercontinental Century City, which seems like kind of a perfect venue uh, for you. Want, want to tell us about that? Yeah, we are um, we are doing a monthly residency there. Um, we actually did October, and they wanted us to come back in November. It's cool. It's a it's in Century City, um, which is a more like high rise corporate ish type of part of LA. But this actual hotel is very cool. It's got a nice lobby. And um, we play in the lounge there. It's hip. We've already met some cool people there. And it's a low-key version of what we do. It's not a full band show. Um, but we do do a mix of our special versions of covers and our originals. And, you know, it's a, it's always a good chance for Jesse and I to get to play music together um, in public since uh, we do actually do that a lot, but we always like to try out new things. So it's a fun little place to come and see us at. Yeah, and, and you're uh, on Wednesday and, nights, right? It's Wednesday nights, six to ten, and um, it's an enjoyable yeah. little nugget of music. So that's uh, for everybody in Southern California, or if you're in someplace else and you have business or pleasure in Southern California, and you're flying in and you need a hotel, check out the Intercontinental, um, and that's um, every Wednesday night this month. That's the Intercontinental Hotel in Century City. Um, they're going to be in the lounge. It's right there on the Avenue of the Stars. You can't miss it. There's uh, a lot of good things around it too, and that's every Wednesday night. Now we're talking with Jesse Palter and Sam Barsh of the founders of Palter Ego, give us a call, 347-215-7511, or email us, musicfridaylive at gmail.com. Well, I know that at one time your music was a bit of a family affair. Um, Jesse's mom helped manage, and Sam, I believe, uh, Sam's mom did graphics. Are are they still involved um, now that you're settled in L.A.? We're both lucky that we come from really supportive families, and I would say more than anything, my mom was my studio manager. Um, she just, you know, we, we have moms that are big fans. I don't think either one of us could have pursued this um, if we didn't have the support from our families. So it's great having them involved, and we keep in touch with them when we need artwork done. 
Sam's mom is always on the job. My mom is always willing to do anything at the drop of a dime. I mean, we did a little tour of the Midwest. My mom drove out from Detroit to Chicago, drove us back to Detroit, drove us to Toronto. So I think having them involved is has been kind of key to our progression. And we're stoked that it's a family affair because Sam and I definitely have like a brother-sister relationship, which I think has been integral to uh, our music and to the development of our music. Well, so. speaking of music, there's a, 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 I want to start playing a little bit more of it. And this is kind of a different song. That is so much fun. That is really so much fun. Uh, well, where did that where did that come from? Is that a kind of jazz fusion rap? Well, I would say that um, our whole concept for that was we wanted to write a song that sounded like it would be an iPod commercial. And when we sat down to do it, um, we were in Chicago. I, I I remember it. I think we wanted something that was pop and and lighthearted and could either be, uh, you know, taken, uh, interpreted as a love song, or it could be a love affair with an iPod. <laughs> and, and wink, wink, nudge, nudge, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd say it works well. Well, there's another song that I have a love affair with, and that this is uh, out of uh, off your. Uh, your 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 latest album above the covers and uh, we just got a minute or so but I just I had to play a little bit of this one thank you you're just too good to be true can't take my eyes off of you you'd be like hell At long last love has arrived And I thank God I'm alive You're just too good to be true Can't take my eyes off of you Pardon the way that I stay There's nothing else to compare The sight of you makes me weak There Jesse, your voice in that is—it's—it's. Um, I don't know if I have a word for it. It's—it's it's so warm. It's so—it's so hot, and yet it's so soft. I don't know how you do that. It's just amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, um, the, you know, of course, that's uh, the, the old—not uh, the old, but the the, the uh, Frankie Valli song. That was the, that was the number two Billboard hit in 1967, and you weren't around then, but you probably don't know it. But that song was chosen by astronaut Chris Ferguson as the wake-up song on uh, the Gemini space capsule while it was uh, orbiting around the Earth. So, yeah, I think you. Oh, that's, that's awesome. <laughs> Our version might be more like the go to bed version, but uh, it's. it's Although I guess it could be like the soft wake up, like "Good morning." We're not trying to yell in your face. I think <laughs> yeah, not everybody likes those alarms that scream in your face, but I personally <laughs> do because they wake me up. But some people like that mellow music, like do 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 do. So that's what well, I, I don't know what he's talking about. They wake you up because um, his alarm goes off like fifty times before it wakes him up. <laughs> wake me up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've well, that song stayed that, in places where we're in different rooms, and I think my alarm actually wakes her up. That's <laughs> how, how it goes down sometimes. Well, back yeah. to the music. Uh, that's just one song uh, off of the new album, Above the Covers, and I really want to recommend uh, this album to uh, both of your albums, and I, I think that, that people should actually get 
both albums and listen to your original songs and then listen to how you interpret songs by people like Frankie Valli and the Beatles because it shows the, the range of your creativity and the range of your talent. It's just amazing. And uh, so I want to remind everybody again that their songs are available on iTunes with a uh, search under Palter Ego. Is that the best way to find you on iTunes? That's the best way to purchase our music. We are available on Spotify. There's stuff on our YouTube channel, YouTube uh, backslash Palter Ego, or is it the Palter Ego, rather. Um, and Ego. We're, me... we're definitely involved on Twitter, on Facebook. You can always find us and track down our music through any of those mediums. Just can't get away let from Let me just say one last thing. I apologize. Um, didn't want to cut anybody off. But we are above the covers album is only available as a free download um, via our website, palterego.com. Boy, that, that's even better, a free download. Uh, everybody should take advantage of that and go immediately after the show to their website. Well, we've got to, we've got to go right now. We're, we're running out of time, but I want to remind our audience in Southern California that you can see Palter Ego live at the Intercontinental Hotel in Century City every Wednesday this month. Jesse Palter, Sam Barsh of Palter Ego, thank you so much for being with us. Thank, Thank you, you so much, much, Patrick, and we appreciate you sharing our music. And I also want to send a shout-out to Blue Microphones because they made it possible for us to record the Above the Covers record. And um, thanks to everybody who's listening. Hopefully we can connect with you all. Okay. Bye-bye now. Uh, we'll be, uh, we're going to take a quick break, uh, and we have to do a little bit of business here. And when we come back, um, a woman with a fabulous voice and a man who really knows how to play the guitar and the mandolin. And fortunately, they write and play songs together. So don't go away. We'll be right back. Our troops aren't the only ones fighting right now. Thousands of military families are in crisis. They're fighting financial battles, how to pay the bills, even how to keep their homes and feed their children. You can help by supporting Operation Homefront, a national nonprofit that provides emergency assistance for military families and for wounded warriors when they come home. To learn more about how you can help, go to OperationHomefront.net. Cameo Entertainment Group and CyberStation USA are now part of Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. With Stitcher, you can listen to live programming as well as archive radio programming right on your phone. To obtain Stitcher, just go to the App Store for your particular phone. Go to search, then type in Stitcher. That's Stitcher. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. Then download. It's that simple. Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. Convenient access to live and archive CyberStation USA programming on your mobile phone. That's Stitcher. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. CyberStation USA. Always on the go. And we're back. This is Patrick O'Heffernan. I'm your host on Music Friday. Boy, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> I'm definitely going to go see them live at the Intercontinental Hotel one Wednesday this, this month. Uh, wow. Um, we'd like to hear from you. 347-215-7511. 347-215-7511. You can also email us at musicfriday.com. Live, don't forget the live, Music Friday Live at gmail.com. Well, before we introduce our next guest, I need to give you a quick word from our wonderful sponsor, Solar City. Solar power is a huge win win for homeowners, but a lot of people are reluctant to take the plunge into solar because of the upfront costs. With Solar City, you can go solar for zero upfront costs. That's right, no money down on approved credit. Solar City will come out and they'll install a solar system on your home for free. You can only pay for the, for the power you use, just like you do from the utility company. But you pay for less of it because the sun's making a lot of it, almost as much as half. In some cases, when I put solar on my house, it made half of our electricity. My power bill was cut in half. Solar City pays for the system. It insures the system. It maintains the system. All you have to do is enjoy the savings. So if you've been ready for solar, but solar hasn't been ready for you. It is now at Solar City, America's number one clean energy provider. Now, how do you get Solar City power? Well, you call Tina. There really is a Tina. She's at Solar City. And you tell Tina you heard about it from Patrick on Music Friday, and she'll knock $250 off of your order. Tina's phone number, get ready to write this down. Tina's phone number is 909 618 
6937. That's 909 618 6937. That goes directly into her office at Solar City. <clears throat> Remember, tell Tina that I sent you, and she will give you a $250 deduction on your order. 909 618 6937. Claudia Russell is a pirate girl. <clears throat> She's a pirate girl whose songs will make you want to hoist the Jolly Roger right there along with her. She, and she wishes for that in her lead song, Pirate Girls, on her new album, All Our Luck is Changing. The pirate girl of American folk music, she has shared the stage with Dave Carter, Tracy Grammer, Loudon Wainwright, Chris Christopherson, Willie Nelson, Rosalie Sorrells, among others. And she gets your, your glow on with, with songs that hit home and a voice that drives them there. She's been writing songs and singing songs for over 10 years, and she was named by Boston's W. UMBFM as the best new artist of 2000. The San Francisco Bay Area East Bay Express newspaper named her the best musician in 2006, and she's twice been selected as a finalist as a finalist in the Kernville New Folk Songwriting Competition. Claudia was a 2004 finalist in the Sisters Folk Festival Songwriters Contest in Oregon and in the 2002 KRCL Songwriting Contest in Salt Lake City. She has a voice clear as a bell and songs that match, and she's here with her partner and her and great guitar and mandolin player, Bruce Kaplan. Claudia and Bruce, welcome to Music Friday. Oh, thank you, Patrick. Hi. We're so happy to be, to be here. here. <laughs> Claudia, um, I, I introduced you as a folk icon, but uh, oh. you're, you're a, a lot broader than, than, uh, than that. Um, with songs like, like Pirate Girls, um, you do mm-hmm. a, a lot of different things that uh, are more than just folk. So, so let's, um, let, let's take mm-hmm. a little listen to um, Pirate Girl, because it seems like you, you've, you've used folk instrumentation and storytelling to infuse other genres with kind of a homey personal feeling that's just remarkable. It's uh, Mm -hmm. like you've done here. You know, the, the guitar strumming on that and the vocals evoke both American and English folk, but the violins huh. are not quite folk fiddles, and the tempo is more kind of country-western. Now, I assume the story comes from your childhood, but, but where did that music come from? How did you put that together? Ooh. <laughs> well, we had a lot of help. <laughs> we, had a, um, we had a great producer, we, and he uh, we had a wonderful producer in Peter Case, and um, uh, well, Bruce, you want to weigh in a little? <laughs> well, I mean, sure, melody. that's Claudia oh. Strum and the guitar, and Claudia really is, people, you know, usually remark on her voice, but she's she's a really great um, uh, <laughs> guitar player as well. And then the, the viola player is our friend Tom Talley, who was on our, he was on our first record too, and Claudia and Tom went to, uh, well, they were in yeah. a band together in high school um, long ago, so... That's kind of our musical family on that um, record, and Deborah Dockman playing drums, and she's been on all, right. all our records. So that's our that's our tribe. Playing. Yeah, and, and Tom Talley, he's a really intuitive guy. He it's funny he's he's really a creative um, arranger of his string parts. So he's I'm a huge fan of his, and I'm so grateful he's on that because it's <laughs> it's one of my favorite parts of that song. 
Well, 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 given the range and the beauty and the poetry of your music, uh, what are all the different musical streams that have come together to shape shape what you do? Oh, wow. You know, a lot of them. And thank you, Patrick. That's, that's, it's, it's, I, you know, when we travel, we often call ourselves the Folk Unlimited Orchestra. And mm-hmm. I feel like that lets me uh, go play in a lot of different genres in a way that all kind of stem from me playing an acoustic guitar and, and um, you know, um, I, I love, I was in a Western swing band in my 20s and I didn't know anything about that music, but my friend said, you know, mm. we've got some bar jobs here, learn this stuff fast, and I, I love that, and I, I uh, gosh, I used to be in a, a almost a cappella uh, trio, we did a lot of a cappella stuff also in my 30s, uh, late 20s, early 30s, and just a lot of, you know, I like a lot of stuff. I love to listen to a lot of instrumental music. I um, And Bruce has this whole, <laughs> when I was in a Western swing band, he was wearing skinny ties and high-top <laughs> tennis shoes, and <laughs> he was in a whole other genre, you know. I think he's we, <laughs> we listen what? to everything around here, including... Um, you know, some Aretha Franklin's, oh. and even some Dolly Parton. So I, I think our influences are very wide. And, um, you know, the reason we make music is, is not to get rich, but because we love music. And so it all infuses us and uh, shows up in our music. Yeah. Well, it certainly does. Now, I, I want to um, uh, shift a little bit from uh, pop to jazz. This is, uh, I've been kind of a... It blew me to your door And I remember your breath Mingled with mine Stale coffee and cinnamon gum Cold pickup truck wine And I remember the That's a jazz earworm as far as I'm concerned. Uh, is, is that the Folk Unlimited Orchestra in their jazz mode behind you there? Uh, you know, I, it, that, I, thank you. I, I'm, I love playing that piece now, but I've got to tell you, it started as a very two-interior two singer-songwriter folky thing, and Peter came in and said, he goes, let's make that four on the floor. And I didn't even know what that meant. And he just shifted the rhythm of it to move it along in that way. And I had this dream of wanting trumpet on something. I am, I'm a huge fan of that one Bruce Springsteen song called, I think it's called Meeting Across the River, where he has a muted trumpet on it. And I, ever since I first heard that song, it's like, one day I want trumpet on <laughs> <laughs> One day when I write a song, I want a trumpet on it. And uh, that just swirled together. That was, you know, my version was, I wouldn't want to hear it. <laughs> I mean, I had the words, but, but the music and the rhythm was, the vibe was uh, was Peter's Peter's doing, I must say. And then he said, when I said, how about the trumpet on that one? And it was like, bingo. <laughs> bingo. Well, it worked. But were you in Canada when you wrote that? Well, no, I have to say, that's a really old boyfriend song, and I was in this Western swing band that went all over Western Canada, and it was about somebody I, you know, had a relationship with quite a long time ago, but I I only wrote it about, I, I started working on it about three or four years ago, and I don't know, I don't know what that was, that was just thinking... You know, you get in the way back machine sometime, and you you just you, just, you do the what ifs, and the, well, and the you know it's a bit it's it, I, I'm just grateful it turned into a song, you know. <laughs> well, it worked out pretty well. It's a pretty darn good song. We've got some Thanks. email here for you. Oh, um, wow. Nikki in Nashville wants to yep. know. It sounds so easy to blend jazz and folk and country western. Why is that? Is it that oh. easy? Is she, is Nikki right? I think maybe it is. I mean, I do think that that's, 
if you kind of like all that western swing and that kind of old swing stuff is it's it's like hmm oh bruce am i talking too much i'm like <laughs> i think it yeah. sort of converges and splits off and comes back together music feels very much like a like a river with tributaries that come and go from it and i i just think you can i think you can make i worry a little bit that there's no sound that's really me, but then I think that maybe that's the sound. Is I just kind of like all those genres, and I wanna, I wanna have a little piece of them and and be a little part of them. So I think well, I, it I is think possible. That, um, I think that the lar- the really super popular artists are under more pressure to deliver a, a super focused sound that their fans expect. Oh. But since we're kind of um, cult artists. That, um, Under the our, radar. Fans, our fans are, are maybe a little more forgiving of our wandering around the musical landscape. And the other thing is, I think the stronger your musical personality is as a songwriter, the more you can get away with it. I, I think of artists like Neil Young and Steve Earle, who have been able to have a huge, uh, wide canvas, or Elvis Costello, you know, yeah, a yeah. really wide canvas of sounds. But their, their personalities are so strong that... Um, Whatever style they do, it, it just comes through. But it really depends what you're trying to do and, 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 you know, how concerned with marketing you are. And make yourself happy. <laughs> well, it's you know, that's it, it, it does that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and looking at your videos, and incidentally, I want to remind everybody that they can see your videos on um, our website, uh, musicfriday.nationbuilder.com. We've got some great videos there of them, and they obviously are very, very happy. Um, Mary B., speaking of seeing you, Mary B. in L.A. wants to know, do you ever play in the Southland? Yes, we've we've. Um, I'm from Los Angeles. In fact, Pirate Girls was sort of based on when I lived in Park La Brea because I was born oh, and raised there. Wow. <laughs> but um, but I uh, we play at a wonderful little venue. <laughs> yes, I worked at the Tarpits, um, but that's a long time ago. Um, yeah, right. Okay. Back when I was a mammoth. No, I, um, I, I play. I, we play at a wonderful place called the Backstage Coffee Gallery in Altadena, sure. and he sure. has some wonderful people going through there, and it's it's just a perfect little listening room. We've uh, played at McCabe's, but it's been a long time. I'd love to play there so again. If you want to call them. If you want to call them up right now, and it's for Claudia Russell. Well, okay. Okay. It's yes, only about uh, two, two miles from our studio, so and oh, I know wow. the, uh, the manager there. Maybe I will. And for, incidentally, oh. for, our, for our listeners who are not in Los Angeles, that whole conversation about tar, about the tar pits, the uh, Los Angeles is sitting on, on top of a huge pool of tar, which has been there for millions of years, and it surfaces near where she was raised, oh. and there's a museum there, and they keep pulling mammoth bones out of it. So that's what that, that whole conversation was about. And if you ever go to L.A., you should go to the Tar Pits Museum. Worth a so, visit, yes. Yes, it's definitely worth a visit. And, you, and they've got a fence around the tar pit so you won't get stuck in it. I uh, Bruce? They take you around to interpret for us wherever we go. Oh, uh, well, yeah. people understand all right. our obscure references. Okay. Um, well, you, since you, you mentioned your, your, um, uh, your childhood, uh, I think maybe it's time to, to, to play um, some music that uh, I think some more music from your childhood. Wow. And this, is, this is one that uh, is partially from my childhood, too. <laughs> this is All Our Luck Is Changing. In Las Vegas, and I'm sticking to the seat of this powder blue falcon in the shiny desert heat. My stepdad's in the wheel, he's whistling up a storm. My mom's head is on the shoulder, he's saying, Oh my, warm. He says that I should call him Dave, which sort of sounds like Dad. He looks like Andy Griffith, and he whistles when he's glad. Dave sells life insurance, I'm not sure what that means. But the odds got so much better when we went. Two 
I said that, uh, that this is something out of my childhood, too, because I also was raised in Los Angeles, and we also took the family car trip across <laughs> the Southwest Desert, so I know exactly what you're, <laughs> you're talking about that. Uh, now, I, in that song, I love the viewpoint of the song kind of looking back, uh, that, especially that line that your sister wasn't born yet. So you really blend memory and, and the present in a way that is poignant. It, it almost makes me ache. Um, was was writing you. that song kind of bittersweet, remembering the joys of your childhood, but maybe wishing you were still there, a child? Oh gosh, yes, per- yes, 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 yes. And I I, uh, I played it for my younger sister who wasn't born yet, and made her cry because it was actually about her dad, my stepdad, too, and uh, sort of getting becoming a little family. And yeah, yes. <laughs> Uh, I, I, it, it, that, that comes through the song. It really does oh, come, through, come through the song. Um, we have an email here from uh, uh, Foster in Austin, and I guess he's referring to an earlier conversation in which he asks, what exactly is the difference between CW and CS? And I think what he means is country western and country swing there. Because mm. you mentioned both well, of them. Well, huh? I mean, swing to me is sort of that, oh, well, I can't, I can't play it as well as like to but it's well, I, know I, it's, it I, hear it. <laughs> no, I know it when i hear it no i know when i hear it yeah I, you know um I, I mean country country swing is 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 um derived from bob wills and people like that i'm yeah and maybe country western would be more like the george jones merle haggard uh and you know even older guys you know eddie reeves and but, but tribu- the, the, tributaries of the same river, I think. Yeah. So, I mean, the swing thing is a rhythm thing as much as anything, and, and a little bit of, you know, funny attitude. There, well, you know, and so is country music's got some f- funny attitude songs, and I don't know. I think it's a, I, um, if you had to sort of name the one thing, I'd just say it's a rhythmic difference, mostly. Oh. Well, Foster and Austin, uh, you have plenty of opportunity to listen to both of them, and there you have the ex- explanation. Um, yeah. Allison, in, uh, Allison in New York wants to know, do you ever tour the East Coast? Yes, about once a year um, we do. We kind of get back more towards New England, but I'm, I've, I don't think we've ever played in New York City, New York. Um, yeah. We go, but we go back east. Well, well, let us know when you do, because we have a lot of listeners in in, in Boston and in in New York and oh. also Philadelphia. So we'd love to have you back on. We're also getting oh, questions yeah. in Seattle. Livewire in Seattle uh, says um, we got a lot of clubs here that would love to have you. <gasps> oh my goodness! I so want to be on this West Coast for a little while. I'd love to <laughs> shoot me an email. Let me know. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, let, well. Speaking of that, yeah. let's let's tell people where they can get your albums and how they can get in touch with you. Oh, Bruce, take it. <laughs> okay. Well, you can find us at CD Baby. You can find us on iTunes. Just search Claudia Russell uh, Bandcamp dot com, and there's links to all that at claudiarussell.com. dot com. And um, we're on the we're on Facebook as Claudia Russell Band. And if you if you have an idea for a show um, in any town, uh, just shoot us a message, and we'd be glad to do it. We also do house concerts sometimes, so you know if you can get twenty five or thirty people in your living room, we've been known to do that. So that's we fun. play all over. We yeah. play festivals from a thousand down to people's living rooms. So it's oh, it's yeah. um it's fun, and we're and we um we always enjoy uh, you know that really close one on one stuff. So that's it's it's <laughs> okay. easy to find us if you Google Claudia Russell. It just pops right up. Right. Okay. Well, speaking of um, uh, live performances, you've got a couple of gigs coming up. Tomorrow night you're going to be at the cafe yesterday, and, and that's, I believe, in Berkeley. And you're also yep. going to be in the holiday show at the, at the world-famous Freight and Salvage in Berkeley yeah. in December. Yeah, that's, that's going to be fun. Lori Lewis puts together a great show, and we're really happy to be, get to be part well, of that one. <laughs> for all you NorCal people, tomorrow night, cafe yesterday – and December 18th at the Freight and Salvage. And I know that show, you're going to have to get your tickets now because they're going to yeah. sell out there. So, and, and maybe, 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 maybe you can come down to La La Land here. Oh, or, yeah. Okay, no, we really we'll, like to We'll plan something soon for that. Okay, I'd like to yeah. see you at, 
at, at McCabe's. Now, um, Claudia, <laughs> I understand, and we'll get a little personal here, I understand that you collect old postcards. Oh, my gosh, of, I was just looking at some online. <laughs> yeah, they're paper text memory chips of our past. <laughs> uh, are they a continuing source of, of material for you? Oh, I love them. Oh, my gosh, I was just trying to buy something on eBay this morning. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love the graphics, and I, I don't know, they just, I am, I am not really a visual artist, but I, I love the visual art world, so they're, they're a little tiny bit of uh, history and art and color and all that for me, yes, I love them. Are, are they material for your songs? <laughs> oh, you know, I haven't really thought of, no, not yet, but that's a lovely idea, and it makes me want to look at the back of them more, because I don't, I, I sort of just go, ooh, pretty picture, and I don't, but I've read, I've read some of them, you know, they're, they're a really interesting sense of history, in fact, sometimes people would just like write a sentence and send it, and I think, gee, it was such a big deal to like get a card and get it out to somebody, you know, oh, 60, well. 70 years ago, <laughs> Um, anyway, no, but I love that idea, Patrick. I'm going to thank you. Okay, well, uh, you know where to send the royalties. Um, okay. <laughs> in, in the title song for the album, um, you write, um, and we're running out of time, so uh, okay. I'm not going to do the whole thing, yeah, but yeah. you write, Our Luck is Changing, the Stars are Rearranging. Um, is the album title and those, long, uh, those lines, is that a statement of hope or is it a statement of certainty? Ooh. I have to say, I think Bruce would say, I think I say hope. <laughs> what do you say, Bruce? <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's, a statement, it's a statement of hope. <laughs> yeah, I think it's, so, it's too. It's about a feeling that things are going, going good. And, of course, in the real world, things go up and they go down and they go I up. I know. The stars continue to rearrange, so who knows what's next, you know, yeah, really. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Well, where do we, we are just about out of time. Uh, I can hear uh, the, the, the sound of one, another one of your songs, uh, These Shoes in the Background, but we're not going to be able to listen too much of it. And this has got a, another kind of a bittersweet song, which I really like. Yeah. So this is uh, another reason why people should get your album. They should go to uh, Russell. Dot com and incidentally Russell has two S's and two L's. Ah, thank you. CD Baby, uh, Bandcamp, Amazon, iTunes, and the, and the album is All Our Luck Is Changing, and it's full of sweet songs, bittersweet songs, songs that'll make you dance, songs that'll make you cry. And tomorrow night, you're going to be appearing at the Cafe Yes in Berkeley at 6 p.m. and then uh, December the 18th on at the Freight and Salvage. Hi. And uh, Again, check her website. Maybe some more dates will pop up. Maybe she'll wind up in Los Angeles. (laughs) I'd love to, Patrick. So thank thank you so much for being with us. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. Bye-bye. Great time. Thank you. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Music Friday with Patrick O'Heffernan. Like our Facebook page, follow our Twitter feeds, and you'll get a real-time update on our guest. Vote for your favorite musician on MusicFridayNationBuilder.com. Go in there and tell us who you want to hear, and we'll invite them on the show. That's MusicFridayNationBuilder.com. Our producer is Lars Christensen. Our program director is Jason Bartlebin. Our intern is Angeline Serrano. Download this and other Music Friday programs that cyberstationusa.com or at blogtalkradio.com if you go to blogtalkradio.com don't forget slash music friday and it's really easy our our, our podcasts are up for download about uh, 10 minutes uh, after the show stay tuned for mike siegel on the cyberstation usa network and be here next friday next friday we're going to be talking with adam levy the man with the magic guitar right now i'm going to leave you with these shoes by claudia russell
Nation USA is the future of radio. Get your business into the online future at the world's largest internet radio station. From banner placement on our homepage to any of our broadcaster stages, commercials on our video player, audio spots on